episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. We love a Linktree because it's got all the ways you can help support Block Talk. Visit linktree.com slash michaelblocktalk to click on the links. We've got a link to Redbubble where you can purchase all of your Block Talk merchandise from t-shirts to mugs to hoodies to totes available in a variety of styles. Another link has all the platforms you can listen to the podcast plus links to PayPal, Venmo, buy me a coffee should you feel the desire to tip a host. And as always, follow me on Instagram, Threads, and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk and on Twitter slash X at BlockTalkNYC for all the latest news, reviews, and interviews. Queens had a ball, but it wasn't a happy ending for all. It's time to talk all things Drag Race UK vs. The World 2. And joining me is someone who loves being an evil queen, Miss Felicia. How are you? Hello, hello. I'm good, and I'm feeling evil. So Did, did I categorize you right? You are an evil queen? Oh, totally, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I remember your uh, competition days. You, you were the one throwing pearls backstage. Uh, cutting off wigs yeah i remember absolutely not <laughs> no of course not all right as always i must leave a disclaimer this is an entertaining podcast we're discussing reality visual characters is presented to us through the other production we are showing the editing with the show wants to see we react to what is presented yesterday the real pivot good afternoon going on tell me to share the crap they also possess we'll be discussed with seven products seven change discuss reality in the show all right miss felicia um i know that you watch a lot of drag race um, you don't watch as much as I do, which is fine. I still love you. But who did you not know from this cast going in? No one. So I've, I've seen... Le Grand Dom is the only... Or, no. Le Grand and Marina, I didn't complete their seasons, but okay. I at least started them, so I'm aware okay. of who they were. Um, mm-hmm. But all the rest, I've seen all their seasons. Would you like to climb Le Grand Dom? sure yeah or do you prefer um the muscles of keta minaj um i can go either way honestly good good to know good to know listen this is the 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 discourse on social media right now is uh everyone's like oh my god grand dame yum yum bonjour bonjour and then people are seeing uh keta minaj out of drag and they're like oh oh true um Um, but also shout out to scarlet because she looks super cute with her haircut we're going to talk about Scarlet's boy persona later okay. this episode. All right. Shall we go through it? Are you ready to go? Let's do it. Let's do it. Shaka gone. Uh, mayhem is gone and the girls are gagged. Marina is congratulated on her win. She says it was a hard decision. She went with her gut and she wanted to give Gothi a chance to prove herself. Makes sense. Um, as I've said on the podcast last week, I still think it's a conspiracy theory. I think Mayhem was going home first no matter what. It was a plan. I mean, how could you com- ever justify keeping her after that performance? Yeah. Well, time for a Filipino to clean a mirror in the UK. Look at Marina Summers being like, you colonized me and I'm taking my time back. Thank you. Every episode. <laughs> work. Scarlett is the only queen representing the US, which I think is actually a good thing. It, t- it removes the target a little bit. Definitely. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and Gothi made it to episode two. Her mom is going to be so proud. And, and me, her daddy, is going to be very proud, too. You're her daddy? I, I would love to be her daddy. Oh, my God. Mm. What a cutie patootie. 
I've always Sorry. loved her. We always knew I loved her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's time to find out who Le Grand Dame would have eliminated. And she says that the experience is a big opportunity. So she picked Mayhem to go home as she thinks the world deserves to know Gothi a little bit more. She didn't want to take Gothi's experience away. Are you surprised by her decision? No. Mayhem did terribly in the challenge. And, like, we haven't gotten to see Gothi. So, like, yeah, let's... she wasn't great. And she definitely doesn't have, like, the personality or, the, like, the gravitas on stage. But, like, at least give her a chance. I agree. I, I, I mean, again, I still didn't even know why Mayhem Miller was here. Um, yeah, of all the queens part... from America. That, that's what yeah. I Okay, fine. Now, Rancha tells the girls that she gets emotional that she's part of this group. It's the moans. Savor those moments, girl, because they're about to get cut short. Poor girl. Poor girl. Mm. Marina has sent the first girl home. The competition is on. But the UK Huns, they are going to have a little powwow. And Tia says they need to be more strategic. But Hannah notes that there is an alliance going on. It is, in fact, UK versus the world. Let's discuss. This moment happened. Obviously, the girls are getting out of drag. They're having their moment. And the four of them are sticking together. We know that, that that Tia brought up this little alliance a little bit. The other girls are like, oh, and then they're like, no. Do um, you think it was a bad move? Um, I wouldn't be like bringing attention to myself as a trio or as a quartet, quartet. in this yeah, yeah. Situ- um, situation. I mean, Tia tried to cover it, but it was it was it, it, it was all out in the open. Yeah, yeah. And Do you think- Anna's gonna take every chance she can to call out the UK alliance? Do you think it's actually an alliance? Because none of them have competed together. Sure, they know each other. They're from the same franchise. But are they an actual alliance? Yeah, I, I think so. But also, I don't think any of them are going to do well enough to, for it to ever matter. Oh, shots fired. All right. Okay, okay. Well, it's a brand new day in the workroom, and Gothi has never said that before. Good for her. Usually that's the kiss of death, but not for her this week. Not, not this her. week. Marina is sporting the first badge, and I would like one. So if someone would like to buy me a um, UK vs. World 2 pin, I would love it. Thank you. Do, do you have any Rupita badges? Oh, yeah. I have almost all okay. of them. I, I, have, I'm, I'm, I think after Brazil, I haven't gotten the rest. So if anyone wants to get me them, I'm more than happy. If you want to donate to the cause, it's very important to me. Mm-hmm. I need them to survive. Do it. Scarlet, uh, LeGrand Dom thinks she'll be the next to go to get one uh it's all about manifesting on this show ain't it uh speaking of manifesting i don't manifest things but things fall into my lap i can't tell you who i might have as a a a guest on the podcast soon but very exciting things right uh very exciting yeah shocker when that fucking message came through yesterday but what whatever we'll talk about it soon (laughs) scarlet wants to know if the uk girls have a target on their back but Teresa feels at ease as the girls are playing honestly and making decisions from their heart would you say that was what was done in week one? Yeah. Okay. It was a really easy, uh, uh, easy choice. I think. That's fair. Now, Arancha doesn't think that four UK girls will be staying for too long. Um, okay, maybe next week. Do you, do you think maybe next week we'll see the fall of a UK hun? It's possible. Who do you it's think? Very possible. Who do you think would be the first to fall? Gothy. Okay. Okay. 
Tia feels great as she got to walk the runway in front of Rue in an outfit that wasn't shit. And that's the growth she wanted. And now she can go. Not really. She can have, she, she wants a crown. So she doesn't want to leave yet, but she did something and she's proud of it. Happy for her. The siren blares. Let's see what the day has in store. Rue's message tells of hints of Prince Charming going to the ball and happy endings, but not that kind of happy endings. Um, oh. I know Miss Felicia is. A big fan of happy endings. Yeah, <laughs> there's only one kind of happy ending I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. Drew arrives. I'm, I'm sorry, scratch that. Michelle Visage. Wow. Miss Felicia, are you ready to do some conspiracy theorying up in here? Ruse needs to recover from her cold. Yeah, so <laughs> remember how, how an extra week. <laughs> she needed to take the day off. Yeah, I bet they told her wait until the next day. Michelle has it underway. Also, right. she got an outfit together. <laughs> also, this might have been practice. Should Michelle take over hosting duties, as there are some rumors floating around down under. Right. Oh, I've heard about that. Um, um yeah. y'all. I mean, she got. She true. did. Oh wait, no, it was Raven who did. Wait, Michelle had a chance to host. An episode, uh, didn't she? Yeah. And that's the yeah. when uh when people freaked out because she sent the trans girl home. Dakota? Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. Which is why I was scared of if this was gonna be the episode where Rue wasn't there again and they sent the trans girl home again. It's like, okay, Michelle, you're fired. Uh, yeah, can't well, do that again. But no, I, I mean there are time. rumors that Rue is taking a season off of Down Under and Michelle's going to host it. Um, there have been sightings of a current raining in Auckland, New Zealand. Um, s- potentially Sasha Colby is going to oh, be. I did hear about that. That's yes. so <laughs> random. That is uh, so mean, meanwhile, but Courtney we'll is like, I mean, can we be friends again? I'm a big Courtney stan. She's like one of the reasons I do drag. So I'm waiting for that, but I know it's never going to happen. But All right. Michelle shares that for this week's mini challenge, they are going to take a long, hard look in the mirror. The Brit crew arrives, and I want that. Man, Ugh. Jesus fucking Me Christ, too. He, he so is handsome. my type. That is my type. <laughs> I don't even like beards. He was just very cute. He looked really cute. Michelle will ask a series of questions, and they will answer which queen on the mirror. And please note, these mirrors were tiny AF, so the zoom-in feature on that camera was in full use. Mm-hmm. Why couldn't they give them something different? Well, it's like fairy tale. Themed. No, no, I know, but like, why not bigger mirrors? You bigger mirrors surely have the budget. There's for no it. budget this time. Fifty K right. has to go, has to come out of somewhere. Mirror, mirror in your hand, who's the fairest in the land? Who is the prettiest queen? Who would you have voted for? Um, Marina. Well, we have votes for Marina and LeGrand Dom, both seven votes. It's Marina. Who is the shadiest in the land? Who would you have voted for? Probably. Tia. Hard. Yeah, I would vote for Tia also. We do have votes for Tia, Hannah, and Scarlett, but with five votes, Hannah is the shadiest. Who is the mightiest in the land? Who would you say is the biggest competition? Marina, but also LeGrand Dom. I'd be tossed up. I'd probably vote for LeGrand because I voted for Marina for the first one. Well, we do have votes for Marina. We do have votes for LeGrand Dom. And there was a vote for Hanaconda, but with four votes, it's Marina. Now, who is the neediest in the land? Whose drag is the most of the need of a boost? Arancha. 
Well, we have three votes for Jombers. There was at least one vote for Keta from Jombers, but with five oh, votes, shit. it's Arancha Castillo La Mancha. Um, she will take the title of Baroness Basic from Tia Coffee, but they, they, they won't give it to her. But I, I feel like Tia's like, take it. I don't want it. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, she's like, I, <laughs> my reign is over. Well, for this week's Maxi Challenge, Her Majesty RuPaul has invited them to the happy ending ball. Not that kind of happy ending. Uh-huh. They have to serve three fairy tale looks. First look, Lady Prince Charming. A twisted take on a fairy tale hero. Second look, Sheevil Queen. Something wicked this way comes. And final look, drags to riches eleganza. Using the scraps of fabric they have provided, they have to create a ball gown fit for a princess. Are you a fan of fairy tales? I like them, yeah. Totally. Are you a Disney gay? Mm, I wouldn't go that far. Okay. I like the I like the, like the nineties Disney. Sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts. Oh, you've, you, you've been on this podcast before, right? Yeah. So you know what the next question is going to be, right? What would I do? Exactly. I hope yeah. you prepared. I have, I have, yeah. <laughs> so I would do a Beauty and the Beast storyline. All right. Um, where so for my Lady Prince, I'd kind of ignore the lady part and do like start out as the Beast and then like have a razor, like an electric okay. razor, and then like have a reveal into like a a twonk. Okay. Beast okay. coated. Are, are you a twonk? Go- uh sure. Okay. okay <laughs> um, next. I go to the gym. Um, sure. Yeah. Let's go. With that. Queen. Um, Shivo Queen, I would do like the Enchantress. It would kind of just be a basic mm-hmm. like witch to gorgeous, not uh, a queen a thing with a rose. No, but that'd be cute. I, mm. I wouldn't want to do too much mask drag this week. I That's think fair. one look is enough. Um, and then I do like a I make a bell look. Okay, all right, there it is. Uh, I was debating but... between that or Little Mermaid, where mm-hmm. I yeah. That's but... been done to death. We don't. We don't I know. Need any mermaids. Yeah. Since Arancha has voted, was voted the neediest queen, she gets a 10-second head start, and she is off, and she grabs a lot of dark colors. What a fucking odd choice. Mm. What would you have gone for first? Well, the yellows, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I'd uh, like less metallics, more uh, sparkle sequin. Mm. Yeah. Well, after collecting their scraps, it's time to figure out what their looks are going to be. Teresa has decided she's going to wear purple. She's got a theme. Tia thinks Teresa going for every fabric means she's a hoarder. She might be opening her own thrift shop. Are you a hoarder? In this case, you'd want, I mean, take as much as you can get. Mm-hmm. And then if you don't use it, then you don't use it. Like... Is, is it possible? And, and we've seen this, obviously, on previous seasons, even season 16. Is it possible that the best strategy is to take as much and then be able to negotiate with your yeah. sister? Yeah, definitely. Sister, yeah. tucks imaginary hair behind ear. Tia is dreading this challenge. It's on her season, it was her first time in the bottom. You know, remember when she had adequate clothing on her body? Can you say that again? Sorry. Remember when Tia had adequate clothing on her body? I don't actually. I don't remember the adequate oh. adequate clothing. The green, the green look. I, I know what you're talking about. I'm saying it wasn't adequate. Uh, when Tia did pick up the green, I uh, died. That was the exact same fabric. That is crazy. That was planted, obviously, right? Yeah, obviously, yeah. Keta is going for glitter. How drag of her. Hannah has collected little mice. 
Why were they laying on great nasty mice? Why do they have them in there? I mean, it's fairy tale themed, but like, uh, I feel like she brought think, those. No, those were part of that little pile. Do you? I feel think like she pretended those at a like a, a pet shop. Yeah, they look like cat toys. Yeah, they looked like they were so weird. Ew. <laughs> Hannah's sewing skills are adequate, just like Tia's look. Which, which gets are you- they? Because then Michelle, from this point on, is like, "You can't sew, right?" And then she kind of is never like, I can sew. Right. Well, but- <laughs> usually it gets you decently far in a drag race uh, challenge, but she is a hot glow gun girl. And she has glued leaves to a corset on Drag Race Down Under Season 2. Now the time Which come- looked good. Yeah. Now the time's come for Jombers to be pressed like a panini. She wants to know who wrote her name down as the thirstiest. Really what the category was neediest, but semantics, right? Uh-huh. Jombers will tell Hannah that there are people there who have not had a glow up. Um, that's you, bitch. Yeah, Jombers being one of them. She will address the room, and it's silent. She's not going to let it go. Arancha wants to know who voted for Jombers, so then she can figure out who voted for her. Marina will admit she was one of the Jombers votes. The other two are remaining silent. And then Gothi, being Gothi, is like, oh, wait, I did too. Because she, what, was not paying attention. Uh-huh. Are we shocked? No. No. Now, Tia will ask Jombers who she voted for, and she's like, that's not the question at hand. And there is the drama, as she will say that she did vote for Keta when pushed, which is insane. Literally. Yeah. She's threatened by the hoe. Yeah, I mean, honestly, nothing Keta has shown until this episode has been that great, in my opinion. Like, the looks. Okay. Okay. But, coming what from about Jombers... on her original season, though? She was so good. She was so good. She was my favorite mm-hmm, on her mm-hmm. season. So um, we're going to find out. The last person, who is it? It will be revealed that Teresa voted for Jombers. Are you surprised? Not really, no. I'm not a fan of Jombers, so now she, she would have been close. To I got to ask you math questions because I'm a little confused here. Um, yeah. Who did Aracha vote for? If she didn't vote for Jombers, we know there was another vote for Keta. Is there someone else missing? Did she vote for Keta? I want to know who Arancha voted for. Did Keta get two votes? I don't know. We only we didn't find oh. out the number for Keta. We only saw Jombers. Um, oh. I want the full revo- re- reveal. If there is yeah. a twink who doesn't have a job but loves Drag Race, who has the... the Maybe the herself. Tally, someone give it to me. I'm really, really curious. If she voted for herself, that's that's just the... She should have saved, stayed this week. Now, the Grand Dame reminds the kids that the design challenge back in France, they had to design outfits out of beach materials. She almost won the ball, so she has the pressure to do well. She is looking for gold, so she is going to schmooze with Tia, who has some gold. She's going to boldface lie to the lady's face by telling her she's the greatest of all time and has such great taste. Yeah. <laughs> And Tia's going to be like, well, I need something I can't say on the BBC. Okay, so Tia says that LeGrand is flirting with her, but LeGrand never flirts with her. Tia is just like, I want to suck your cock. Like, Mm -hmm. I can deep throw. Listen, And LeGrand is like, that fabric's cute. (laughs) Maybe that's what flirting in French is. Maybe, maybe. Um, But what I would like to say is if we are watching um, a, a... animal documentary this is when a giraffe meets a giraffe Mm. 
They're yeah. so tall. They are both very tall. Now we learned about Tia Coffee. If you try to get things from her by flirting, it will work. Legrand Dom is good at concepts. Tia has no gag reflex. A deal has been brokered, and we all know what will be happening at the hotel. Alliancing. Boom. I thought this was fun. I really like that we cute. are seeing I love a good. little cute, fun side of quality Legrand of life Dom. moments. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think what I'm noticing is I was very much a Paloma fan on Drag Race France season one. So I was like always anti Legrand Dom simply because I do mm-hmm. feel like she got a lot of free passes. And I just didn't love the attitude. We're seeing her lower that guard here. We're seeing her. Yeah, outline. she's so silly. She, she's, but she also knows like this is an opportunity of a lifetime. So make it worth it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just loving it. So like having her and Tia like banter and have fun. To be fair, there is a chance they already knew each other. They probably met at DragCon a couple weeks earlier because mm-hmm. they both were there. I was there. I interviewed them both. Uh, so it's definitely a possibility that they had some sort of like bond already. But I just, I'm really loving this cast. I really yeah. love this cast. Yeah. It's so fun. It's a good like mix mix of people. Yeah. Fun to see them interact. It's it's like the challenge. It's like when you see all your friends on the challenge. Like, or oh the traitors. And, and oh, the traitors. Oof. Oh, Lord. Not Ekansu. Not Ekansu. All right, Michelle is back for a little walkthrough because Rue is what? Dying in bed. Mabuhai, it's Marina Summers first with Scarlett, who is also present at the table. Marina brought them to the mountains of Philippines, so now she's going to bring them under the sea. She is doing a mermaid cut with all the fabrics on the bottom to emulate the shore. It is a big undertaking for someone who doesn't sew. Um, for a small girl, she loves big things. She's very tiny, too. Did they not have many sewing challenges on? They had one. Um, like the first episode? It was also in the uh, second episode, I think. It was, I yeah, saw that episode. I might have judged thing. that. Here. Yeah, you might have. Um, it, was, it, was a, it was a challenge. Okay. Michelle <laughs> like is wedding happy. dresses or something, right? No, they, it, was, it, was, uh, it was sort of, it was like with the palm Why? fronds and all this. Yeah, I don't okay. remember the exact <laughs> challenge off the top of my head. All right, Michelle is so happy to see Scarlett back. She says this is one of her favorite challenges, which is funny because, spoiler alert, she's only played safe three times in the ball. Yeah, but like the fandom has always been like robbed queen when it comes to the balls for her. So I feel like Not she's let that one, get though. to her head. Not this no. one. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Scarlett is going full Cinderella gorgeousness in light blue. We next have Hannah and Keta. And Michelle immediately reads Hannah as she remembers she is not a sewer. She is like, you're shaming me. And Michelle says she would be a hot glue gun girl too. Remember how Michelle always bitches about gluing stuff to a leotard? What a hypocrite. It's also, she didn't show her a leotard. Like, she showed her a corset top. Like a bodice. Do you think it would be the best twist ever to see Michelle have to do some of these challenges? Yeah, I want to see, see a judge's a judge's drag race. I just want to see one episode. Let's do it. Or you know what? Make yeah, like a mini series. The makeover partner. Yeah, that would be fun if they there made over there. the judges panel. And that's it. Hannah will show her what she's already started gluing, and Michelle's like, "Not that color." 
Hannah reveals that the look will be built by mice as they run around her dress. And Michelle is just, she's here for the story. That's what we're learning here about Michelle. She likes storytelling. Yeah, I love storytelling on a ball too. Yeah. With Ketta, Michelle will ask if she's the quiet one of the bunch, and she is. But there is a side of Ketta they see in drag. She's like superhero villains and evil characters. She will be doing a medieval moment, and she wants to be an evil princess, black and gold, influenced by a spider. Um, do you like spiders? Are you scared of spiders? Um, yeah. Somewhat. Who's your favorite Spider-Man? Tom Holland, I, I guess. Agree. Yeah, yeah, he's the best. All right, time for the twinks. It's Gothi Kendall and Grand Dame. Uh, that lady is so tall. I just can't with her. She's too tall. Yeah, I'd climb it like a tree. Gothi has never done a design challenge. In fact, she's never done an actual drag race challenge in her entire career. The gag. Welcome to the welcome to the game. She does show she so she went to fashion school. She is thinking of doing a classic gothy silhouette with not gothy colors, you know, um pastels, as she says, or pastels, as we call it in the States. Um, mm-hmm. and I love how we have some silly differences in, in pronunciations than the Brits. Um, because it really took me a second being like, what's a pastel? Oh <laughs> you say tomato. I say tomato. Cunt says tomato. I don't know who, but well, bonjour la grand dame. Fashion is her thing, and she is thinking of something futuristic. She says she's not a girly girl, so she'd be going with lame gold. Um, I feel like she gives kind of. Yeah, I was gonna say she does get girly girl, right? (laughs) Like a high fashion model girl. I don't know. Are we lost in translation here? Time for the most random duo here. Arancha and Tia Coffee. Arancha shares she will be going with an emo princess, a misunderstood girl from high school. She's going to be giving prom. And then Michelle asks where her fashion sense comes from. Arancha brilliantly says you have to have one for it to come from a place. She's still working on it. The laughter that came out of Michelle. This is why Arancha is here. She is funny. Yeah. yeah. She's very she's good. She's self-aware. Now, the ball was her favorite challenge on her season, but the judges didn't agree. And Michelle says she still has fashion sense. It's just questionable, as is the fashion sense in my life as well. If anyone wants to give me a makeover, Nikki Doll, I'm, I'm ready. Let's go go to France. Let's go to the um, fancy places. Buy me a new wardrobe. Do I it, Nikki. Say buy me. Buy me it, please, Nikki. You have a lot of money now, I guess. All right, Arantxa says, when you're a trans as an adult, you miss the teenage years. She didn't have the chance to be a girl, so she is trying to live it in her drag. Hence, her fashion sense is very 2000s. We glossed over that, but I think that's really one of the most profound things I've heard from Arancha that I've never really heard um, anyone really Oh, you've express. never heard that concept before? Well, not really, on uh, especially like on Drag Race. How, oh, not on how, Drag Race. I haven't heard um, it related to drag much. Right, well, just, just how sense. how you're basically reclaiming the life you didn't have. And I think that's yeah. really interesting. So like as much as uh, Arancha's fashion style on drag race is not up to par, it's true to her. And I think for that, you have to um, give her credit. Yeah. Miss Felicia's just nodding her head being like, I don't agree with that, but I'm going to say yes. Cause I'm I, I mean, no, I, I, it's true to her. Definitely. <laughs> that's a fact. All right, Tia has heard of fashion. 
T is going with red velvet and will be a traditional princess silhouette. She's going to give a journey in red, a color that has a theme and a reason. Tia has taken sewing classes and Michelle is so thrilled. Listen up, future all-stars. Do what Tia did. Take the classes. That's true. That's true. Now it's true. Not even numbers. all-stars, just like in general. Michelle remembers what Teresa did last time with her look where she had a story about an owl jizzing in her eye and guess who's back for the ball the owl do you like when queens call back to their original seasons yeah i do like, did you want the owl mean, them? i i don't even remember the owl to be honest i do not remember that it was um, so wackadoodle is that when she went home no, that was Snatch Game with the fruit. My pussy is with like a peach. Come on, girl. Right. With okay. Teresa um, has a Yeah, no, I don't remember that look. But I, I like when they do a callback. Yeah. As long as it's not like the whole the whole time, you know. I agree, I agree. She's thinking Snow White inspired with a puffy sleeve and pleats on the skirt. Michelle is uh not fond of the drawing. I mean, it's just a body. Like that is what I would draw. I'm a terrible, I'm a terrible drawer, so like you're not getting anything better from me. Jombers will be going 80s LaCroix, uh, not like the seltzer. It will be gold and black. Jombers is reminded of her drooping lattice work from her previous design challenge. Uh, you know, the hot apple pie. She is hoping this will be her redemption. Now, we all do know, friends, that we did get the redemption look of that specific look for her promo look. Oh, that's what she yeah, was yeah, doing. That was it. Michelle will ask Jombers if the UK queens will be sticking together, and she will pitch it over to Teresa, who said it was lost in translation. But they will tell Michelle that they are sticking together, and Gothi and Tira are like, well, that's news to us. And the other queens in the room are like, kill them. Why did they do that? That was so dumb. I just couldn't Worst believe move. it. Maybe for drama, maybe for storyline, I don't know. I just, yeah, I don't know. When Michelle is gone, the girls are back to getting their looks completed, and Tia will chat with Teresa about the theme of her challenge. This is something special for Tia, as her evil queen is based on Cherry Valentine's Meet the Queen's look. She wanted to do something for her on this season. Tia will get emotional, as we are reminded that in 2022, Tia lost Cherry Valentine. As it will be reported later, um, after her death, she did die by suicide. Tia will get choked up telling Teresa that she should be there on this show, meaning UK versus the world too. So she will be doing this in Cherry's memory and legacy, as well as on behalf of all the season two queens. Tia has to make it gorgeous and glam and Cherry. She's overwhelmed, but wants to live up to Cherry and prove to the world that every day is Valentine's Day. What did you think of this tribute to Cherry? It was lovely. I thought it was a nice time to like do it. So for her nice i agree i think this was uh, a very very sweet moment obviously um a lot of people were affected by her her loss and mm-hmm. I, I think this was a really great way for not only tia but also the show to um pay homage to her yeah. yeah um they they did mention it on drag race germany randomly during the reunion um as uh uh I guess the, the the connection was Giovanni was um, a also a, a gypsy Romani person as well, so that was why 
he wanted to pay tribute to it. So the franchise has definitely paid tribute to Cherry, and I think this was a very, very smart thing for Tia to do. Uh-huh. All right, it's Elimination Day. Is it fashion? It's time for some balls. The queens are getting ready for the happy ending ball, and based on that room, no one was ready for the ball. That place was a mess. Who has to clean up? Is it them, or do they have like a little poor intern? I think the probably PAs or someone. Poor kids. Uh, the way that Hannah just tossed that gross green and gold fabric over that petticoat. She said, I'm done. I, 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 I can't. I can't believe that just was what happened. I mean, that's how a petticoat She works. did <laughs> just roll in a pile of shit. That's exactly what it is. And Gothi tells her if she adds any more, it would border on tacky. But the way that Gothi smiled, that twink was so happy to be there. I love it. She is so excited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she insulted someone with shame. She she's so she's so happy that people are understanding her. Yeah, Arancha has a lot of safety pins in desperation. She is wishing upon a star for a happy ending. Now Hannah asks Scarlet to give us some motivational speaking. The underscoring turns to something from like Hercules as she tells the girls to sell the garment. You're okay, great. Sell the garment, Um, Miss Felicia. You're you're a spin instructor. You must be good at motivational speaking. Give us something you tell your students. <laughs> okay. Don't give up. Don't give in. You're strong, capable, and fierce. Now prove it. Not to me. Not to your team, but to you. With the tongue pop? If if it inspires me. You need to do the tongue pop next class. I, I tongue pop in class sometimes. Okay, okay, I'm here. It's for how it. I test my mic actually, like to make sure it's on without gotcha. like saying test, test. I do a little. L- listen, <laughs> friends, if you are in New York City and you need to go uh, get spun out, uh, Miss Felicia, yeah, come take my covered. indoor cycling class, Soul Cycle. You'll, you'll get that motivational speech every time you're there, right? Y- yeah, exactly. That Scarlet Envy delusion. <laughs> it's time to bring it to the runway and have no fear. Rue is here. I really thought this was going to be a ruleless episode. Um, I thought so too. And she seems fine now, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Maybe but she got like Felicia, a, a shot um, or something. It, it, it does seem to me that she's she's wearing something interesting. Um, is it perhaps a redemption look of Joe Black's H&M look? Same tacky color, same tacky fabric. She's even got black gloves on. Was she paying homage to Joe Black? I see it. I wasn't thinking that until he said it, but I, I, I got that. Just saying. Just saying. It's possible. All right. Our panel has Michelle Visage, Graham Norton, and a lady. I still fuck up her name. Ajua Aboya. I think that's how we say it. Um, I don't know who she is. Do you know who she is? No idea. I think idea. she's a famous no model lady. She's gorge. All right. She let's go through cool. our three categories. We'll give critiques and share the thoughts of the judges as well. Category is Lady Prince Charming. In honor of the runway, we'll play Charming or Repulsive. Okay. This is what Miss Felicia sends back to people on Grinder. No. <laughs> no. You don't, you don't tell people they're repulsive? No. You just never. block them. I just block them. <laughs> All right. Hannah Conda. Look by Kristen Damned. Hair by Wigs by Vanity. This is so oh, campy. And that. with the camp, there is no fashion to be had. I think the colors, which will make sense for a through line of her three looks, are just tacky. Now, yeah. when I was in school, I had to do a color theory project where you had to find three colors that were the ugliest combination. I oh. was the only one to succeed in the class. The colors were 
hot pink, lime green, and brown. So going with the ginger hair basically uh, made this look repulsive to the eye. I appreciate that she's giving you her sense of drag with perspective yeah. of silly. It's just gross. This princess is a prince mess. Still a frog. I agree. Um, it it goes when I think of those that specific color combo. I think of like the juicy couture tracksuit. It is very like nineties, so but it's so ugly, especially with that brown. I didn't even think about that. But yeah, I think of like that argyle, like an argyle sweater vest mm-hmm. in those colors uh um yeah i hated this look it was it was really bad and you know i love a ginger but the ginger with this color combination just like pushes it i, I don't know oh god the judges say she came out there with a wink and a nudge nudge they call it funny and she had a good time i say repulsive i say repulsive as well audience 48 percent charming 52 percent repulsive oh Jambres Blonde, look by Josh Anthony James Crine, hair by Declan Shields. I think there is a lot of fashion present. It's just put together in a manner that is a bit muddied. It's verging on Vivian Westwood, which we all know I'm over. We all the reference. <laughs> there, there's a lot to take in. I'm just not getting the Prince vibe from this look. It, it's mm-hmm. fine. The hair is fun, question mark. I don't, I don't love it. I agree completely with what you said. But uh, like I see the Vivian Rush Westwood Westwood inspiration, and I see like the fashion, but it's like a lot to look at, and I don't see the prince of it all. So, I agree. Yeah, it's repulsive it's for me. Repulsive for me as well. Audience forty one percent charming, fifty nine percent repulsive. Arancha Castilla Mancha, no designers listed. Uh, poor poor girl. I think when she googled prince. Somehow an image of David Bowie popped up next to the artist formerly known as Prince, and that's maybe how we got here. It's really not the category, but what she does present is just first time in drag. It's bad. And this isn't even the one she made there. It's just not cohesive. The hair is so synthetic. And that (laughs) sling, I don't know why she didn't look at herself in the mirror to see that her undergarments were on full display. It was truly a sin. As much as I love Arancha, this was pretty terrible. Yeah, I don't love Larancha, and <laughs> I agree it was terrible. So, yeah, no, it's just, yeah. I'm Prince, David Bowie, like, okay. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't like it. Anything the judges say it. she was cute, but they don't want to see what lies beneath. Admits to polish, I will give it a repulsive. Uh, repulsive for me as well. Audience, 41% charming, 59% repulsive. So we're very kind today. We're being very <laughs> kind with the girls. Tea coffee. Look by Fetish Daddy Gear, hair by Weekday Wigs. I love this look. She decided to give the red version of Robin Hood, which then does verge on Katniss Everdeen. I think it's a really powerful silhouette. It's a strong mug. The hair is excellent. If it is having a little ode to Cherry Valentine in the hair, it's there. I just don't love the black boot as it's nowhere else in the garment. I do think in comparison to the other looks she will present, it is the simplest. But for this reference point, it's, it's serving. Yeah, I like it. I'd wear the look, like, not for this category. I think it's cute. It doesn't really say Prince to me, and without, like, the bow, it wouldn't say, like, Robin Hood much. Yeah, I, I think it was the I category think. was more supposed to be fairy tale hero, which is why... I yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I just don't really like the category in general. But it's a cute. The hair is definitely cool. She brought really nice hair this season, it seems. Um, and I like it. Charming. It's fine. I'm going to charm it as well. 
Audience, 87% charming, 13% repulsive. Okay. Le Grand Dame, look by Emmerich, hair, hat by Kevin Aguirre, bag by Véronique de Chappelle. Could it be any more French? It's giving me Wes Anderson film realness. This is mm. a brilliant balance of androgyny. I am obsessed how it looks like. Should they be pants? No, it's just a long ass pencil skirt. The mug is stamped. And even with that little French stash, it's still sexy. She knows uh-huh. fashion. She knows she's giving you fashion re- references. She is very good at the runway. Always has been. I agree. It's beautiful. Stunning. Gorge fashion. Um, it like gives me a little Britney as the flight attendant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> which cool. Um, no, I love it. Uh, char- charming for me. They call it so funny and beautiful, calling it a Jean-Paul Gaultier running a railway. It is charming. Audience agrees. One hundred percent charming. Yeah. Scarlet Envy. Look by Casey Slater. She should have asked not to come out after seeing Sister Keta's look, which we'll get to. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it, it's it's boy body, like that's all I see. Pretty boy realness. I guess yeah. it's Prince I mean, after slaying the dragon. It gives me the is, theme. Yeah, it, it's tattered and ruined. But if you just slay the dragon, where's the char? I think the armor piece needed to cover much more of the body. The pants yeah. are way too low. As much <laughs> as I would love that on a night out, not for this runway. It's right. just lacking cohesion. It makes me a little uncomfortable, <laughs> like Rue in the challenge she went home on. <laughs> but, um, right. Uh, yeah, I don't love it, but it gives the it gives the theme. I I see her like the most lady boy prince, whatever the theme was, lady prince charming. It's just so tacky. Like this is uh, why yeah. she was not in the top. This was the look. That this did, that the, this was out. the look that did it for her. I'll I give agree. her repulsive. I just don't like it. I'm a repulsive as well. Audience, 29% charming, 71% repulsive. Keta Minaj. Look by Keta, hair by KK Start Wigs. Keta is what you order on Timu. Scarlet is what you get. This look is just very hot. It has done things to a lot of people. It's brilliantly designed, gives you the illusion of androgyny and cohesive matter. I, I love the color story. Pink, silver, black work wonders together. The balance of the soft fabric with the sharp metallic brings the outfit to another level. I mean, that cod piece, I accidentally paused it right when they showed the, the up close and I was like, uh, what's she packing? I just hate <laughs> the shoes. Otherwise, I'm here for it. Um, I don't have a problem with the shoes. I think it's I think this is the best look in the category, in my opinion. It like gives the theme the best. Um, it's great. Yeah, compared to Scarlet, like damn, like <laughs> The judges they like thought of the same thing, but she just did it so much better. Judges adore the flounciness of the sleeve and the leg and the stiffness of the armor. I will give it charming. I gotta charm it as well. Audience, 92% charming, 8% repulsive. Gothi Kendall, no designers listed. I really love how she's giving you royalty and regal, but blending it with a fabric that's very Elizabethan Marie Antoinette. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and maybe it's because of the collar and the yellow, this would have been something like Freddie Mercury would have worn at one point. Yeah, definitely. I see that. She's another one who can get away with a look like this because the body is bodying. It's a clean yeah. look. It's cute. It's fun. Like she looks like a little boy in yes, drag, which I guess is in theme. I'll give it charming. I, I it's charming for me as well. Audience seventy five percent charming, twenty five percent repulsive. Marina Summers look by Erin Montoya, hair by Versex, <laughs> jewels by Farah Boob. 
I'm not sure it fully fulfills the category, but I really think it's a beautiful garment. The hair is giving Danny Zuko meets Elvis. I think what is hard about this category is we've been used to flat chested looks on Drag Race that doing it for this category, it's not impacting the way it should be. Not saying drag looks must have boobs, but it's altered the way that we look at drag. I wish yeah, it had a couple uh, more elements of prints as all the elements are very effeminate. For me, I could have used a crown. Okay. Yeah, I could have sure. used a crown. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree that it is a, a little feminine for what she was going for, but I like it. I think it's a gorgeous look. And like, I do see like the Elvis of the sea, which sure, I guess like, it's like king royalty. Sure. And it, it and the whole the whole her whole runway package this week was like a ongoing story mm-hmm. and all in the same world, which I appreciate. The judges say it is Elvis by the Sea, but not really Lady Prince Charming. They love the way she performed. I'm gonna give a soft What the fuck charming. is Lady Prince Charming? <laughs> I'm gonna give a soft charming. I it's charming for me. Audience, 84% charming, 16% repulsive. And Theresa May, look by Lizzie Biscuits, hair by Florencia Wiggs. I love that she's giving you Spanish influence here. It's Dolly meets Matador. The color story of black, purple, and red is very dynamic. I think she expertly achieved the goal of this runway while giving you camp and fashion. I'm mm-hmm. very much here for this. The character is so fun. Yeah, I agree. I like this look a lot. Um, good. Yeah, no, I like it. The judges love the nod to her heritage and culture, but say the fit threw them off, but it was everything they wanted Theresa May to be. I'll give it charming. It's charming for me, too. Audience, 79% charming, 21% repulsive. Category is Sheevil Queen. In honor of the runway, we will play Sheevil or She Nice. <laughs> Hannah Conda. She Nice is good or wait? No, she Nice is bad because we got to be Sheevil. Okay. Okay. Look yeah. by Kirsten Dams, hair by style by Esther, earrings by Main and Mara. This is really Disney Evil Queen come to life. I think the blue is who a bit muted, which would have... Who are we talking about? Hannah. Okay. Um, the blue is a bit muted. Would have loved to have a bolder or richer color palette. The color mm-hmm. is perfectly Evil Queen. The mug is right. The hair is exceptional. I mm-hmm. think this is a great look for this category. It's not groundbreaking, but it fulfills the brief. Definitely. I agree with that. It gives like Shrek, the, the evil queen and that, mm-hmm. or um, Meryl Streep and Into the Woods. Yes, yes. Um, this is definitely her best look, her only good look of the night. Um, I, I like it. I think it's beautiful. But yeah, it's very like hit the nail on the head. Not groundbreaking, but fulfills the brief. Judges say she went classic and was the prettiest. I will give her a shevel. Shevel for me too. Audience, 81% Sheevil, 19% She Nice. Jonber's Blonde, look by Bunnism Studio. Uh, that's Bunny B. Fly for those who know mm. uh, makes all the sense. Of course, Jonber's has to give a fashion reference, and this time it actually works. It is an homage yeah. to Terry McGlair <laughs> with the lens of drag. The colors are brilliant. I love the glitter red that really pops against that glitter black. It's a sexy silhouette. She is giving off Evil Queen in the fantasy realm. The headpiece and the color are extraordinary. I love how the shapes do carry on down the costume. And because it is pulled down the way it is, it doesn't feel top heavy. This was very well done. I agree. Um, This is one of her best looks ever, I think. I agree. Um, So, yeah. Boom. I'll give it Shevel. Um, it's Shevel for me too. Audience, 
100% Chival. They liked uh, our Jombers for once. Next up, Arancha Castilla-La Mancha. No designers listed. On paper, the reference is brilliant. She's giving you the meanest queen of all, Regina George. This very uh-huh. much is in line to Arancha and the drag she does. It's basic, but she brings you into the world of camp to make it work for drag. The problem with the look is the styling. There are too many different shades of pink. The heels are atrocious. Why the skirt in the way it is, I don't skirt. get it. This feels like first season on Drag Race and not a all-stars versus the world look. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, I think the... It, the cape looks like a snuggie. The skirt is like so confusing. Um, and I agree that her glow up is like the the amount that is appropriate for your first time on Drag Race and like at the bare minimum, I think. So, would you ever wear a snuggie it. for a performance? No, I think you should. Okay, you should do it. You'll be comfortable. You'll love it. You don't have to talk. True. I probably still would, but... The judges say they love the oversight cloak with the sleeves. They didn't get it until she turned around. I'm going to give her she nice. She nice to me, too. And what is that hair, too? Audience, 59% shevel, 41% she nice. So being very kind to Arancha. Yeah. Coffee, look by Amy Day Design, hair by style by Vodka, earrings by Fairly Odd Shop, nails by Cruelty Free Nails, smoking basket by Hugh Purvis, I love that for the most part, after the first joke was made, Tia got to introduce the look and then walk in silence. So this was a very nice tribute. She is giving you cherry Valentine realness. The basket having cherries and the accessories being cherries was so sweet. I think she accomplished what she set out to do. Gorgeous look. Um, I do have to say the way she presented it was she cannot walk on the runway. It's so bad and like painful to watch or do weird like hand things. No, you can. She could be a bottle. She could look stunning while walking, but instead she does this weird thing and like these uncommitted hand movements. Um, I think she just needs some runway training. I'll give her. But a the look is great. Shevel for me too. Audience ninety-seven percent shevel, three percent she nice. La grande dame. Not Q and La Grande Dame with the same silhouette on the same day. Just a reminder, Onyx did it better. I think this look is out of the box for La Grande Dame. It's really conceptual for what she does. I think the concept is amazing, giving you Alien Queen realness. They are just a little bit of a few exceptional flaws in the execution. The makeup shade of black is not matching as well as it could. I know doing black makeup in general, probably the uh, not the best idea, but we're we're doing it here. The stilts are a bit flimsy. It's it, it's just a lot of the same. It needed something else to make it pop, but overall, very well done and very smart concept for this runway category. I thought it was really cool. I thought it was like out of the box. Um, I liked it better than Q's. Which uh, one did you see first? I watched this first. Okay. Um, I'm just curious. I want. I'm very curious to know. Um, and I've like seen. I mean, I've like seen the look. Like people do stilt stuff right. before. I've seen right. the one on the Spanya. Um. Yeah. No, I like it. I like it a lot. I don't mind the black makeup difference. Like she can be different shades of black. 
and she always commits to like crazy sounds on the runway she sure which does. I think is fun i can That's only cool. imagine with the sounds that she made with tea or coffee yeah <laughs> the judges yeah. call it amazing but wish they could have seen her in it but they call it different and love it i will give her a shevel shevel for me too audience 94% shevel 6% she nice Scarlet Envy, no designers listed. It is Hera Realness. I love that rich green and how it shimmers and the mm. light. It works brilliantly with that black fabric. The headpiece is remarkable. Her eye makeup is so well done. I love the colors. Yeah. Would have toned down the blush a bit, but th- that's kind of what her drag is. Yeah, it's a great them. sexy silhouette and a strong look for this category. Yeah, I love this look too. I think it's gorgeous. It like screams Evil Queen. Like madam morrible and wicked like i love it evil <laughs> for me evil yeah audience 94 percent evil six percent she nice keta minaj look by firanin wild hover dragon by mama queen hair by bam bam wigs this is exceptional it looks like a real life muppet the puppetry is brilliant how she is mounting this creature is incredible it is a fantasy come to life i love the crown when you can bring something so unexpected to the runway and wow me you get all the props for me yeah yeah the look is really cool the dragon is fun or whatever it is is really fun i'm not a fan of her makeup here but and like Obviously, like as a look, it's kind of like okay, but um, the whole concept is really cool, um, and f- fun. Yeah, I like it. Judges call it silly and stupid and British with a hint at Monty Python. I will give her Shevel. Shevel for me too. Audience, eighty-one percent Shevel, nineteen percent She Nice. Um, some of y'all are not a fan of it, but we're, whatever. We're we're gonna move on because I don't want to get mad at y'all. Gothic Kendall, look by Get Frocked UK, corset by Misty Couture, hair by Marcos Wiggs. The fact that she would probably wear this on a night out tells you everything you need to know about Gothic Kendall. This is sexy. This silhouette is perfect. I love the way that that collar piece is shaped perfectly to the bustier. It's so simple yet so rich. The hair is styled so well. And that mug, damn, you just cannot go wrong with a powerful red lip. Yeah. Well, I love Marcos Wiggs. He designed my first ever wig. So thanks. Um, yeah, I love this look. It's gorgeous. The cutout is sexy. It is giving like Emma Stone as Cruella. I'm going to say it's not Evil Queen at all, besides her like having an apple at the beginning. But I mean, that's fine. I mean, I love it. Do you it. think if it, if it had a cape, it could read Evil Queen? Sure. I mean, she said hers was like a hybrid of Cruella yeah. and the Evil Queen. Um, and it's like purely just Cruella, I think. So maybe maybe, a cape maybe like a cloak more, or a but... cape, something that was off, yeah. like off the shoulders. I don't think it needed off. to be. I think she was just saying that, so it was like within theme. Yeah. But I still get like fairy tale villainous. It's from so it. good. It's so a shevel. Yeah, definitely shevel. Gorgeous audience. One hundred percent shevel. Marina Summers look by Leroy New. This creature is called a dugong. Yeah, I did a little research. I did it's do. I actually I like a manatee, but uglier. A real it's, animal. It's a real yeah, animal. It's like a sea cow of sorts. I yes. suppose there is more to the creature, but I think this was an opportunity, like with Legrand Dom, to be ugly, like wear a prosthetic, go go for it fully. I think Marina trying to be sexy with like the fupas is camp. I'm just not really feeling it. And you all know that I'm a Marina Summer stand. So prove that I'm being honest here. 
I like the risk. I don't like the execution. Yeah, I mean, according to her, the like, story is that she has a gorgeous face and an ugly body, which is, I mean, the research I did, I didn't pull that up, but um, I'm not going to say she's incorrect. So if that's the case, I'm like, sure, I get why it's like that. But yeah, it could have been a chance for her to like go fully like hideous and it would have made a little more sense, I think. But I like it. A it's bit fun. confused, but love the lack of vanity. I'm going to give her a she nice. I'm going to give her a shevel, a soft shevel for this one. Audience, 48% shevel, 52% she nice. Okay. Theresa May. Right. Look by Lizzie Biscuits, hair by Marcos Wiggs, jewels by Crown Jewels UK. The owl is back. Unfortunately for the judges, they can't see a thing because that purple smoke made it impossible to see. And there is my conspiracy theory as to why she was in the bottom. I think the garment itself is stunning. It's very Yzma vibe, so those feathers are a little cheap. Yeah. The stoning of the owl on the bodice was brilliant. I love that it's Teresa. It's campy, it's bold, and this is what I love about drag. Yeah, this is a really fun evil queen look. I think it's well done. Also, smoke, I just want to call out that smoke well, effect again. When they like made it all smoky in front of Rue, and then they cut over to Michelle, and there's no smoke there. Like, come on. Don't fool yeah. us. We know. Yeah. It was a filter. Probably. The judges say it was great and dark, but when the owl got going, they couldn't really see it. I will still give her a shevel. I give this one a shevel, too. Audience, 94% shevel, 6% she nice. Final category. Category is rags to riches eleganza. In honor of the runway, we are going to play princess or pauper. Okay. Anaconda. This is so fucking tacky. The color story is, again, color theory mind-melting. I think the gold panel in the front is completely incorrect. The rest so of the bad. is not working with the what she's using. I think this was an opportunity. She could have traded that panel for literally any other color, and the look might have A been... A solid fabric. Soft. Not that metallic, though. Yeah. I, think. I liked the and originality. Then- I like that she's unafraid to use the mice in a manner that she did. It's very mm-hmm. fairy tale, but is it riches? I can't say that. No, I mean at least she told a whole story throughout her thing mm-hmm. ball, um. So that is a few points, but what a hideous dress! Ugh. and the yeah, judges, I agree, the gold panel is kills it. It's so almost. bad. The judges call it dress up and not expensive, but likes that it stands out. It's not that terrible for gluing. I will give her a popper. Definitely a popper, but the hair and makeup does look beautiful. Audience: thirty-five percent princess, sixty-five percent popper. Jambres Blonde. It feels very can-can girl goes to a festival who's out of her element. I just don't love that disco mini dress at all. I don't know why it's there. It's just not very cohesive for me. I don't know why she has to pigeon herself into pigeonhole herself into having fashion references for every fucking yeah, She really thinks she's fashion, but it, she's it's not, not. <laughs> doing her any justice. And honestly, it's hurting her as the audience thinks she's clueless and, and not a fashion queen. Yeah. Um, as like a look, it's okay. Like I think like maybe a Studio 54 theme, this would be sure. Fun. Yeah. The skirt is like interesting and like it's a constructed garment. It's safe for me, but it's not it doesn't give like princess, it doesn't give fairy tale at all. I'm giving her a popper. Yeah, it's popper. I think the challenge needs to be more than like, can you make a garment? If there's a theme to it, you need to be in the theme audience split down the middle 
percent princess, fifty percent pauper. <clears throat> Arancha Castilla La Mancha. The fact that this is the best of her three looks is wild to me. I think she's <laughs> doing exactly what she wanted to be, which is a goth princess. I can yeah. see the character being a lead of like a new Disney Channel series. I actually think the construction of the dress is pretty good, though the length of it is a bit short. It doesn't fit. I love the styling. Well. I love the aesthetic. It worked for her. I don't like it. Um, I mean, yeah, it's a finished garment. I don't think it fits well. I don't think the length is good. The cutout's nice of the chest, I guess. I'll give it that. And I, I did like the bow at the back. The judges say she struggled with the fit and hem issues. It was a great idea, but presentation mm -hmm. let her down. I'm actually going to give her a soft princess. I'm going to give her a popper. Audience, 48% princess, 52% popper. Tia Coffee, it is an above adequate dress. I like the color. It is a couple of pieces of fabric nicely wrapped around the body. I think there is a real effort. And for an all-stars type season, this is a glow up, but it is incredibly safe. The, this is not above adequate. It's purely adequate. This is adequate, I would say. Um, yeah. I'll give she it called princess. it a dress. It's not a dress. It's a two-piece. But but it's fine. The hair is cool, again. Princess for me. It's. I'm going to give it a popper. Sorry. <laughs> oh, the audience does not agree with you. 66% princess, 34% popper. <laughs> Half of them agree with me, basically. La Grande Dame. It's very golden goddess. The silhouette is beautiful. The lining of the gold against the nude panel, very well done. That smoky eye is giving me Tiffany and Coke. It's very French runway mm. ready. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I just she did you gag that I me. mentioned uh, <laughs> yeah. Tiffany and Coke? Yeah, yeah, that's what happened. Um, I like I I think it's a great look. The smoky eye is really cool. Um all I'll say is like I wish the nude was like the right color, but obviously like you have to work with what you have there. So yeah. I'm not going to hold that against her. Um, I think it's fabulous. I think it's great. They call them transformation smart and skilled and say that celebrities don't come close to what she made. I will give her a princess. I'm princessing that as well. Audience 97% princess, 3% pauper. Scarlet Envy. Give her props for making that in the fucking workroom. How oh, she was able to scrounge yeah. up all that blue fabric when we were told they were scraps beyond me. It's immaculate. It's one of the prettiest gowns we've seen on a design challenge. I think the only worry about the look is that it's not an original concept. She's lifting a classic Cinderella silhouette and didn't do anything to turn it on its head. I do think it's yeah. lovely and for the effort alone she should be rewarded. Trinity also did like the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I think it's Gorge. Yeah, definitely impressive that she did it in that time with those scraps. Um, yeah, no, I think it's great. I don't get why she had like the, the tarp at the beginning. I don't know either. Um, I don't know what that had to do with Cinderella, uh, <laughs> but, but I thought it was a stunning look. Yeah. I'm your princess. And we never see her in this like color hair. That's interesting. You know, Princess for me. Kind of looks like Pandora box. <laughs> Don't tell her that. Where are you going? I'm going uh, princess. It's princess for me too. Audience, 88% princess, 12% pauper. Next up, Keta Minaj. 
I actually don't think this is her best look. It's quite safe. The dress itself is very simple. The long sleeve bolero is a bit on the cheaper side due to the fabric choice. The spider headpiece looked like it was part of a kindergarten arts and crafts project. I think the construction is great, but this is for me not up to par. I, I, the more you look at it, the more complex the dress kind of gets. And like the sleeve seems to be like the cape thing, like connected Mm -hmm. to like as the back of the dress, which I think is cool. What I must say is, this is giving evil queen, not like the ingenue of the story, mm-hmm. um, which I think that's what the prompt was supposed to be. Um, and I would have liked to, I, if she came out with this as for the evil queen look, I would have been like, oh, damn. Yeah, I love that. Um, it's okay. It's it's fine. I agree. I, I think it's the more you look at it, the better it gets. I don't like the, the spider thing is doing nothing for me. Agreed. They say but, it's exceedingly uh, gorgeous oh. and fantastic and catwalk ready. I don't agree. I say popper. I'm going to give it a princess. The audience agrees with it does look very clean. 72% princess, 28% popper. Mm-hmm. Gothy Kendall. I love that she has given you princess of the rave. This is so out of the box for Gothy and so cute. The silhouette and the execution of the slip dress, very easy, but the ruching is well done. The styling yeah. is beyond words. Why she had those silver iridescent shoes in her luggage beyond me but they worked love the hair love the makeup this is so cool to see gothy come out there with such confidence i was so happy by this it's a nice look the fabric is beautiful the fabric choice the hair is cool um i you said it was good to see her with confidence on the runway but i'm still i'm still missing it from her but the look is great princess for me definitely princess Audience, 78% princess, 22% pauper. Marina Summers, are you fucking kidding me? She did that. Like Scarlett, to do that in the workroom should be applauded. The dress is so cohesive, it's hugging her body in all the right ways. I love that this mermaid flare is actually giving you the ocean on the bottom. The Mm -hmm. bust line is immaculate. This is Marina at her finest, and the fact that she made this, what can't she do? Yeah, exactly. Like she could have worn this for like a best drag runway that she like brought and I would have been like living anyway. So if she truly can't sew, which like I have a hard time believing. Like you think damn. it's a Nymphia win situation? Yeah, probably. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it's never the right move to go on drag race and be like, I'm the best at this and this and this. Right. Because then they're gonna be like, Okay, well, let's see it, girl. The judges say it's phenomenal and call for the trap door to open. It is a princess for me. Definitely a princess. Audience 100% princess. They loved it. And Theresa May, the silhouette and the execution. Great. The fucking fabric ruins it all. I don't know if she didn't have enough of the purple glitter fabric or what, but using that tacky fabric ruined the entire story. I think saying it's ugly stepsister did assist in the narrative, but this is drag race. If you see that kind of fabric, they're literally trying to sabotage you. That is why it is there. And the fact that she had to hold up the dress was so sad, but the overall image and and execution of this kind of garment, it's very well done. Yeah, I I agree. Um, The pattern is a nice pattern. Uh, like as in like the sewing pattern not the pattern of the not yeah. the print um but yeah that fabric is just so so ugly and like belongs nowhere in this challenge i think and like damn but yeah the construction is cool 
I think. But no, it's it's really the judges so mentioned bad. she was able to put the dress together and call out why no one else wanted the fabric as it's not pretty. It's lacking the richness the brief called for, which I understand, but I'm gonna give her a soft princess. No, it's definitely a popper. It's absolutely a popper. Audience, 48% princess, 52% popper. Rue has decided that Jambers, Tia Coffee, Scarlet Envy, and Gothy Kendall are safe. And then we learn, based on the judges' critiques, that Keta and La Grande Dame are the top two of the week. Hannah and Marina are safe, leaving Arancha and Chariza as the bottom two. Do you agree? For the most part, I would have put Marina on top over Keta for me. And, um, yeah. Hannah should... I think Hannah, Hannah should be the bottom. Mm, yeah, I mean, her second look was good for me. I didn't. Yeah, she could have been on the bottom over Teresa, I think. I think they did not want Hannah to go home. And if you put Hannah there, there was a strong chance, based on track record discussion, mm -hmm. she could have gone home. And it would have been a very powerful move because she would have had the same track record as Arancha. Safe and then bottom. What's Charissa's though? She was high and bottom. Oh, she was high? Yes, she was high the first week. Um, I do believe that Scarlet was not in the top because of the um first look. Second look, yeah. Um or oh, the boy the book the, the yeah, look, first yeah. look. Uh I agree you could have had Marina over Keta there. Um I'm not mad at the decisions. Because I think no, I, I, I think it's is, all justified. Yeah, I just don't know if this is going to affect things later on. That that's the one yeah, question. It probably mark, will. It probably well, will. It's not a good week to be Spanish. Lagrand Dom is happy to be in the top for the second week in a row, and Keta says it feels correct. She's not surprised. Keta will tell Teresa that she doesn't find the of the fabric ugly and congratulates her for making the entire dress, which is the credit that I gave her too. Um, but I do. I find give her credit for making ugly. the dress. Yeah, I find that, that fabric really ugly. <laughs> Arancha is heartbroken to be in the bottom with her best friend, and Teresa gets emotional that she knows that next week they won't see each other. They both want to be there and will miss each other. So insert really sad Spanish music and subtitles saying "cries" in Spanish. That was so funny. Let's see how they talk to each other. Keta and Arancha. Keta will remind Arancha that she helped her with the win with the sleeves as it was her pattern. So she's grateful for her. Why do you think we didn't see that in the edit? I don't know. I mean. Curious, right? Maybe that thing is enough. Arancha says representing the trans community, it's important to keep fighting. Keta really respects her, but tells her that she is there to play the game, so Aranja has no idea what will come of it. Teresa and La Grande Dame. With Teresa, she says she's devastated to be in the bottom with a friend, but will immediately come out fighting, saying she did better and had consistency with the three looks. Mm. La Grande Dame will ask if a UK girl lands in the bottom and deserves to go, will she vote for them to go? And Teresa says 100%. Do you believe her? Probably, yeah. I, I agree. I think Teresa would yeah. let someone go. I think she wants to win so badly. I agree. With the girls on the couch, Tia will ask Jombers who should be sent home. And Arancha was safe last week, but in the bottom this week. So the girls are talking track record. 
Scarlett doesn't like where that's going. She doesn't like going by track record as it's the right thing to do, but who wants to do the right thing? Is she the drama? This time she might be. Yeah. She wasn't really much of the drama last time, but this time she might be. I agree with her though, to some extent. I don't, it shouldn't be about track record. I think it should be about the challenge. So you're okay if a Pangina moment happens again? Yes, if they did bad in the challenge and they are on the bottom, they deserve to go home if that's what the winning queen sees fit. All right. Well, Tia will ask her Do good in the challenge and you won't have a problem. That's true. Tia will ask her just because there are three from the UK that one deserves to go home. And Scarlett says, no, Teresa is her strongest competition. Her game is out there in the open. Do you think Scarlett revealing her game plan was smart for her? No. (laughs) I agree. She went in very hard, and I do not think people did not notice. Yeah, she said, here's a target on me. The Grand Dame and Arantxa. Arantxa tells the Grand Dame that she has so much to show the world. Her first time, she didn't believe in herself and thinks she has more to offer than Teresa, but Teresa doesn't have as much as the other three UK girls. The Grand Dame is interested in this idea as it is UK versus the world, and maybe she should play into that. What do you think about an unofficial alliance coming into play here? Between who? Arantxa and the Grand Dame. Because Arantxa pitched basically get rid of Teresa because then you have one less UK girl. Yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily agree with, like, because... There are four other UK or three other UK queens. Like Teresa has less to show than Arancha, who's the only Espana queen, which mm-hmm. I think is what she's getting Spanish. at. They're both Spanish. Yeah. And like they're all different queens. Like just because mm-hmm. they're from the UK doesn't mean they have the same drag to show. Like sure. that's kind of dumb. Um, but I mean, an alliance is always good. Obviously, it's not going to help in the future, but right. like. It's good to get your numbers. Now we have Ketta and Teresa. Ketta wants to know why Teresa should be kept. And she says it would be very good to break what they think is a pack of four, but tells her to look at what the challenge was as she did better in the challenge. Ketta says she doesn't know what she's going to do, but she will keep her story in consideration. Which story? The one about the owl? I mean, she had a through. She had purple. Purple. And purple. And purple. Teresa can't read Ketta. And she's quite scared as Ketta is a player and is certainly playing. Uh, The girls change and uh, shocker, we got more anal beads on the Grand Dame. She just loves giving this designer all the airtime in the world. And no one will ever be able to. Yeah, no one's ever going to be able to afford that man. Uh, Time (laughs) to pick up the lipsticks. Uh, Then you have Ketta who is just dark lady. She really looks sexy and hot and she's Dark aesthetic is good for her. I like it. Yeah. You don't like Okay, fine. It's giving butch. Um, The hair is a little too... I'm not into the, the ice bucket challenge hair. That's fair. That's fair. But It's, it's very... But um, no, I, I, do, I do really like the look, though. And it's I, very late I could 2000s. See in yeah. I, I, just a little bit longer, I think, would be better. Okay. The queens are ready for battle. The song is Every Time We Touch by Cascada. What a wonderful song to lip sync to. I know. The the Dutch Queens get my favorite songs to lip sync to on the show. It's so Vanga much Boys, fun. It's this. vibrant. It's exciting. And it's such a throwback. 
Totally. I, you, I love every time. I think it's such a good song. Do you remember being in a club or high school or middle school or college? I'm not aging you. I'm letting you have your moment here. Um, yeah, when I'll you be able to dance to this. Absolutely. Yes. Totally. Yeah. Nothing Grand, makes you want to move more than I know. every time we touch. The <laughs> Grand Dom gave you Euro Trash Discotheque Dance. DJ, it was yeah. absurd. Keta gave you a full on performance with break dancing. But Legrand Dom was so stupid, so your eye went to her naturally. Mm-hmm. I really think this lip sync was not about the performance. It was about who actually won the challenge. And for me, that was clear. I was thinking that as well. Um, the first time I watched, I watched at normal speed. I usually watch the episode like at 1.25, maybe 150. Um, wow, good for you. But then the lip sync or like performances are like put at normal speed. So I was watching it the first time. And I wasn't too impressed with Kita, except for like the split and like the break dance like her moves are kind of like okay um and lagrand was like serving the whole time but i will say at 1.50 speed Kita turned it there it is rupaul will give it to lagrand dom kita is safe do you agree i do i do Me too. yeah the grand dom has decided to give the chop to arancha castilla la mancha did she make the right decision? Yes, I, I, I think, think so, so too. I think it was too early to go big and and, and knock out Teresa. Um, simply based on the challenge, Arancha just did not live up to par, and I don't think it would have been fair to keep her. Yeah, yeah. I don't think she was good last week either. So Ooh, it, I don't deserved. agree with that one. I love her. Okay, I got some burning questions to wrap this podcast up. Are you ready? You know, I got some burning answers and an ointment for it. What is Arancha's legacy? Um, being like a fun a fun girl. I yeah, I think Arancha is um the epitome of an international Spanish queen, where she's able to um transcend j- beyond Spanish drag, and she's able to get into the mainstream of drag race. Um, I think she's super fun. She's very funny. She's super sweet. I got to interview her at DragCon. Um, I'm a I'm a big fan of Arancha. Yeah, she seems like she'd be a a good person to know and like hang out with. I think who won the week? La Grande. Listen, I'm just I'm going to do the same thing I did last week and say the four non Ru hosted seasons again. This is the second week in a row where the top two were uh, from non Ru hosted shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I just I just love it selfishly for me, but the fact that we are giving so much of a platform for the non English speaking franchises, um, because I I just I, I I stand by how good the international franchises are, and I really do hope this is giving people a reason to go back and watch. Yeah, I also think they casted the the like international queens non hosted by Rue really well in their favor so that they would like excel kimmy p she's coming next week we have a drag race world challenge and it looks quite odd what do you think is going to happen who's going to do well it's like a branding group challenge i don't know i don't get it i I think so and why Um, is kimmy p coming for this episode who's kim who's kimmy p kim patras Kim Petras. <laughs> it's like who's Kimmy B. Um, that's great. Uh, I love Kim Petras. Um, uh, 
Who's going to do well? Let's see. I mean, I feel like Legrand. Oh, I think Hannah's going to do well this week. Hannah should probably I do well. Hannah's... Tia should probably do well if it's a comedy. Tia could do time. well. Yeah, that's true. I feel like the way the season is going to work is it's just going to be like Legrand, um, Keta, Marina, and Hannah, like, passing around the top mm -hmm. two placements between the four of them. And that's if kind there of is comedy the involved, thing. I'm very scared for Gothi. I'm very scared for... I'm scared for Gothi. Um, Jombers, because we already know that Jombers' Jom sense well, of comedy is just... Rue finds her really funny, though, she does she? But I, I think there are funnier queens. I don't know oh, necessarily I, that that was the case on I season agree, four. Um, that's fair. Mm. As much as Danny and Cheddar Heart were Danny funny, and but there was something about Jomber's style that wasn't present with the other two. This yeah. one, Jomber's style is present in Hannah and Tia. That's fair. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I, I'm at the point where if we lose Jomber's, I'm not upset. If we lose anybody I, else, I would be a little upset. Jomber's and Aranshar are like the only queens in like a long time that I've really like had a strong distaste for um like in their original seasons so I wouldn't be mad at Jomber's going either it's a little irrational but mm -hmm. that's just how I feel all right you know it's coming after two episodes the winner of the season is La Grande Dame or Marina it's one of the two yeah, um, I'm going to stay with Marina for the moment because I love Marina and I'm really happy to see what she's doing. Um, I do Same. think that it was not a top week for her, uh, so I get it. Um, LeGrand Zom, two wins in a row, I think is very telling, but I'm also not surprised because um, they were basically runway challenges two weeks in a row. So It's I, true. I, that that is worth noting. happens. But I just think her like ability to be stupid and silly, mm -hmm. um, Rue loves that, especially with how polished and gorgeous she is. Like, so it's like, which Marina doesn't really have that side to her. Which, which wait, 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 polish or the stupid? No, the silly stupid. Right. She she's a little more um, pulled together. In her yeah, definitely. Which I love. I love. Um, and I think she's gonna do great. It could very well be her all right where can we find you on social media venmo and any projects you want to plug you can find me on instagram at miss fellatia that's at my s-s-f-e-l-l-a-t-i-a -A. um you can catch me i host bingo at sycamore and i'm about to start hosting one uh sound and fury which is super fun so come see me there um, what else is there to say? My Venmo, Grunin, T-G-R-U-N-I-N. Uh, and you can also follow me on Instagram at there as my boy persona. I'm a soul cycle instructor. Come take my soul cycle class. Get that motivational speech. I re you already got one. No, no, I'm saying you need to go pay. Oh, come, yeah, come for one. Yeah. I Don't you worry, I'm not trying another. to give out your secrets I was like, for free. all my material. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me, as always.